0: This is Larry Zerner Shelley from Friday 13th Part 3. You're on Nightmare Junkhead. Hey genius, fuck you too.
1: out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast horror podcast that knows if you rock a mushroom jacket you gotta rock the mushroom belt my name is greg d i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode our month-long panic attack continues as we take a bite out of some of our favorite zombie movies that have risen from the panic film festival and you don't have to have uh, resided in hell to listen into to our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. Hit subscribe. And when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your grave hole. I was thinking of a brain hole maybe. Maybe Right? You know. oh, it depends on the movie. This is true. This is true. Uh, now, of course, you can find us out on social media. We're on Twitter at Nightmare Junk and on Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. And of course, it is on the Book of Face where we have an events tab, which leads to shenanigans and undead shenanigans. And as this episode is releasing on Friday, April sixteenth, Screenland Armor—they've got your genre needs taken care of indoors and virtually—and soon to come again outdoors, right? As they have unleashed the uh, the outdoor nice leap there, biscuit. I know, right? That was impressive.
0: It was the it was the slide into the dismount.
1: It it was all
0: right pure poetry
1: pure poetry this is where we should have some oh the come russian boo. judge gives some six boo.
0: Boo. <laughs> he's big but he's
1: nimble <laughs> well of course we are still in the midst of panicking not only here on the show but of course at the panic film festival mm-hmm. and what's nice is they've extended it throughout the weekend so you can still catch a number of films in the theater at screenland or virtually yes through the panicfilmfest.com and you can go down to
0: Gather and check out the 8-bit rooms. Those
1: are sweet. It's really cool. Kind mm-hmm. of the, the virtual world that they've put together, it very much mimics what you see at Screenland. Yeah. I mean, even with the statue, it's uh-huh. everything. With,
0: with the big robot, the Tron 3000, it's all up in there, man. It's almost like uh, the virtual experience at home, the home game. It is, and it's very comforting. Because
1: again, I understand if you're not ready to go indoors Mm -hmm. yet, but soon I think it's going to be so good in there. Uh, But I will say this. I've seen four films so far on the day that we've recorded. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think it's four for four at this point. uh, And some of them were just amazing theatrical experiences. Like the people around truly helped the experience. Yeah, Like seeing it at home would have been one thing. Seeing it at home... With you all there would have been one thing, but again, seeing it in Theater One with a crowd,
0: oh, chef's oh, kiss. Oh, I'm chef's excited. Kiss. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm ready to panic. Oh,
1: no. I know you are. I know yeah. you are. And you've, you've got some good stuff coming up, and speaking of the good stuff that's coming up, mm-hmm. that Sunday, we are bringing it back. The Game of Games! If it is the Panic Film Festival, it just would not be right if we weren't doing something live in front of folks, and mm-hmm. hey, it's that time, so yeah, Six o'clock on Sunday, the Game of Games is coming back.
0: Set your alarms. Be ready to answer some good stuff.
1: We're bringing back all of our favorites. Yep. And the physical challenge is coming back as well.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And more surprises and all sorts of goodies. Yeah. So please
1: come on out. And, of course, I promise to have the levels on this one just (laughs) right. I have the picture on my phone from last year. I don't know how. I glossed over it.
0: It's Panic Fest. Again, it's in the name. It's in the name. In the name. Mm-hmm.
1: So come on out and panic with us again. Test your horror metal. We are going to have a blast. And speaking of a blast, we are in the midst of celebrating our first year of uh, our Patreon launch.
0: A Pallies. Happy anniversary, Pally's. So Till death do us part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Death Wish One Through Five, <laughs> where we part. We are,
1: you you do a wonderful Bronson, and we obviously loved Mr. Majestic here on the show. So I watched for the first time uh, last month, uh, The House of Wax mm-hmm. with Vincent Price. Yes. Do you know who also stars in House of Wax with Vincent Price? Is Bronson in there? Bronson is in there. Has no, doesn't have a single line. But you know it's Bronson because I don't know if back in the day, if you saw pictures of him as a young man, he was cut. Really? Of just from the the, the wood of God. And the <laughs> veins in his arms looked like they could have taken your lunch money. He was just...
0: I got a I, lot of nerve.
1: <laughs> seriously. But when this guy comes out on screen, I was just like, look at those veins in his arm. Those are very Bronson-like. Not even thinking to myself that that could be charles bronson but it was indeed so he's got his his foot firmly in genre and one of these days we're gonna do an episode of <laughs> 10 to midnight yep maybe that might be a patreon only episode potentially <laughs> as a commentary <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's so much good stuff in there and It's over jack it off
1: and of course, this very Friday, if you want to join our film family, I will be sharing my thoughts on Jacob's Wife. We'll get to that. I promise you. At this point, we will definitely get to that. But uh, if you would like to join our film family and become a Patreon pally, head over to Patreon.com/slash Nightmare Junkhead. <laughs> We've got to figure out when to do a Bronson month. Then, <laughs> no. like, we'll have to stretch October or something. <laughs> We'll have to really stretch the horror adjacent rule, potentially, yeah, on that. Will. Unless yeah, Unless, I mean, obviously, we could do Tindamon Night. hmm House of Wax. House of Wax we can easily throw in there. Uh-huh. Now, would we say, and I'm going to look at our action year over there.
0: Does he fight, Does he ever fight an undead, not an undead killer, but like a supernatural slasher? You know, like uh, how uh, fucking uh, Chuck Norris fought as like Michael Myers type character. And that's what Silent I think. Raid. We just
1: maybe need to look into his canon catalog a little bit more. Because yeah. I guarantee there's something in Maybe there. there's
0: some sci-fi stuff. Like, <laughs> Xenomorph comes out and is like, hey, I'm going to go into space, right? <laughs> just like up. In space, no one will hear you scream. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is the only man that could probably walk on the moon without a spacesuit on because his skin is so weathered and wonderful and just, <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah. His just contempt just holds, I like, roll the oxygen in. The Earth is for suckers. Just go, just go.
1: Do you think Zack Snyder missed out on actually casting Charles Bronson as Dark Side? No, it's actually a Doctor Manhattan and The Watchmen. (laughs) Someone that exists out on the
0: moon. No, Because the last thing I want to see is big naked Charles Bronson, big kaiju Bronson. You know, that's the last thing. Like just. Check this out. Right? And he just takes out a village somewhere. If
1: you thought the veins in my arm were impressive. <laughs> oh, my apologies. You know what? I'm, we're not really convincing you to come over hmm. to join the film family at this point, are we? Never
0: mind on Bronson, man. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think we're going to have to veto
1: that one. That's an executive decision taken care of there. Oh, Lord. No, no. but we do have everything for on our tiers from a squiddly diddly to another time. Another place. So we hope to see you over there now. Whew, that was, check that one off the bucket list, Charles Bronson Tangent. Uh, We are looking back at this point at all of various panic fests that we've gone through. In fact, Mm -hmm. we were, I won't lie, we were initially looking to do Jacob's Wife as a feature episode because I did see it. It'll be an I've Seen That for Me. So if you go to, again, the, um, the Squidly Diddly tier, you'll hear my thoughts on that. But it is worth its own episode. I'm just going to say that right now.
0: I'm excited to see it. I'm ready to see anything at fucking Panic Fest now.
1: Well, especially this is peak Barbara Crampton, and I'm, I'm, I've am i said it there. This is, I think, her best role. Excellent. Like, wow. without, a, without a doubt. Wow. It's, un, it's incredible. It's like everything's been building to this mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh, but I know it is uh, streaming. Uh, it's not available streaming virtually through Panic Fest. It's an in-theater only. But I know, I think... Even maybe now it will be available on demand. So
0: hmm.
1: you'll, I think you're going to dig it. I, I think you're going to dig it. Uh, but we've been actually looking back at some of our favorite films, some of our favorite memories like we did last week, mm-hmm. which totally forgot about the Serbian thing with our <laughs> Joe Lynch Q&A.
0: <laughs> Oops. <laughs> the,
1: the film. Yes, the film. The film. Now, do you know on the recent boutique Blu-ray release of a Serbian film, they included the movie crip commentary That had Adam Green puking and (laughs) Utherin humping the thing in the background. Which, here I hate to show you how the sausage is made. But yes, it was a bit that Adam was doing as it turned out. But it's perfect the way everything plays out. It's quite wonderful there. But I'm glad that there are ties to that there. Uh, Again, it's a memory made. It's Mm -hmm. a memory made. But some of the other memories that have been made are some of the movies that have come out. That have made a big impression on us. And we've talked about it often when we talk about Panic Fest of the genres that really take a bite out of things, so to speak, <laughs> it's the ones that are the, in the zombie genre.
0: Yeah, they have a great track record when it comes to zombies. And not all the movies that I've seen at Panic Fest and Panic Fest have been great, but like for the vampire genre, there's definitely been one standout with sure. what we do in the shadows. A lot of people say, well, villard the Vampire was a good one. And while I enjoyed that one, I wouldn't say it's up there. Mm-hmm. You know, Same thing with Ghosts. Same thing with a lot of different things. There's a lot of great ones. But when it comes to zombie movies, their track record is
1: fucking spectacular. And you have to imagine, because they are an independent film festival, they're going to get probably a lot of zombie films. Mm-hmm. Because there's a reason there are a lot of zombie films. Yeah. There's a reason... There's an oversaturation of them at this point because they're cheap to make, they seem to be fun to make, Mm -hmm. and you have to imagine they're getting a lot of them at this point. So the fact that we've found some at this point that have kind of elevated themselves from the ranks of the others is phenomenal.
0: Well, even when they say, like, oh, it's been played out, there's still a hardcore horde, literally, that will go and see this zombie, me included. I I fucking love zombie stuff cheap shit blockbuster stuff i'll see it but i don't i like that there's ebbs and flows and mm-hmm. we're seeing new things new ideas and what if scenarios and it's not necessarily that the zombie genre is played out and we're getting all these new things it's the in fact that that subgenre needed to evolve certainly and that's what it's doing it's adapting with the times and i really like that while i can still embrace the past and like old school zombie movie charm it explores new ideas and new concepts and that's what's the cool thing about panic fest with that stuff when it comes to like the big ideas mm-hmm. those are the movies that showcase something new in the whole entire genre and those are the ones you want to see so they got a great track record with movies we're going to talk about today
1: it's it's incredible and the zombie's always been wonderful because the zombie has always worked as a multiple metaphor Mm -hmm. for many things yeah again from back in the 60s with romero basically launching going from basically you know the haitian zombies into the modern zombies um into the eight again 80s with romero but uh, they've they've worked so well as you know social satire as just beyond you know flesh-eating ghouls they can, they can be that, you yeah. know, but they can also be elevated
0: as well. They're one of the most versatile yeah. creations in all of horror. If you want to, even in like Normie talk, like, oh, he's walking like a zombie. Like oh. even people who don't know of zombie films know what zombies are. It's in the like the it's, zeitgeist of the universe. And I like that, you know, and it, it's really cool to see that. And then going like you said, with the zombie movies that are coming out and the way the zombies are coming, it's it's a very... Good resurgence,
1: yeah. And while there are the ones that still, as you know, separate themselves from the pack, there are still those—the ones that are still very basic. And yeah,
0: just because, like you said earlier, they can be a metaphor for whatever you want. They could mm-hmm. be just a shambling horde or a flesh eater, or they could be metaphor for racism, hunger, wealth distribution, all these different things, uh, friendship, fucking, it's <laughs> musicals, yeah. everything, and that's what's cool. I like, I love. Love, 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 love the zombie genre.
1: Well, and just the smile on your face, just showing me how much. And that's the thing we've, we've. I mean, listen, we've done commentaries for zombie films, we've done individual episodes for zombie films, but it's very rare to do just a zombie episode. You know, when you kind of open it up to various movies, because, like you said, good lord, where do you start?
0: Yeah, but an interesting thing about what we're going to do today, that I like, is as much as love I have for the whole entire zombie genre. Some of my absolute favorites of all time have come from very recent Panic Fest watches. And that's not an easy feat to do, especially when we have movies like Return of the Living Dead, mm -hmm. like Dawn of the Dead, Mm -hmm. like Day of the Dead, all that great Romero stuff and beyond. Even these Italian zombie movies, we still have all that with Fabio Fritzi and the cat holes. We have all sorts of great stuff. (laughs) <laughs> but the movies today we're going to talk about train to Busan is one of my absolute new favorites of all fucking time in the zombie genre. Same thing with one, another one, one cut of the dead I, and blood quantum. The more I watch it's coming right up there. So that's again with the track record that this panic fest festival has. Mm-hmm. I know that when a zombie movie comes out, it's going to be good. It's going to be good.
1: And I think a majority of these all came with, at least a little bit of hype, mm-hmm. which, as we know, can sometimes come around and really bite you occasionally. Oh, yeah. But fortunately, the biting that happened in this case was a non-transferable in this case, and you were okay. Mm-hmm. I
0: took the uh, anti-venom. Yes,
1: you did. Yes, you did. We we're t- we all getting the shots at this point, which mm-hmm. is always good. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a number of them to look at, so which film should we go into first?
0: Ooh, let's do Train to Busan. Train to Busan, okay. Train to now-
1: Busan. What's wonderful is we've talked bits and pieces about the ex- the experience of the movie at Panic Fe- the mm-hmm. Panic Film Festival, and this one definitely remains one of my favorites. Yeah, like I basically I could tell you almost to the exact location where we were all sitting, <laughs> the three of three three lined up here with the see no evil, hear no evil, you know, speak no evil. Except it was in different variations of crying at the very end of this film because that's the one thing I remember hearing about one of the reasons that this film separated itself from the others is your attachment to the
0: characters. It's an emotional zombie movie and I'm like an emotional zombie movie okay Uh, alright there's a couple of emotions some zombie movie gives me but that depends on what I'm watching but never ones of like tears. Well
1: no, that's I was gonna say. I cry at the drop of a hat, but you know, if to to really tell if I, I think of a movie is effective is my litmus test here. <laughs> if there's any seepage or anything at this point between the, I know then okay, it's definitely effective. Mm-hmm. But the other thing that I really dug with the film is again, it does work as a as a satire, as a metaphor, especially within class, as we see on the train, the titular train. Yeah, but also. The amazing set pieces that you get with the train itself. Throughout. It's incredible.
0: Throughout. It's like... You're tired after watching you're- the movie. You're emotionally drained because your heart is beating it's- so intense already because the zombies are coming through, and you already have to arm yourself with fucking broken phone books. And then meanwhile, they're still coming. And when you think they're safe, they come some more. And then the train derails and this and that happens. And then after you're like, holy fuck, what else can happen? Oh. Then you hear, hello, and you're fucking. Bawling. So not only are you already, you're just on this emotional roller coaster. I was exhausted after this movie. Even subsequent viewings, I'm exhausted after this movie.
1: And I've only watched it once since. No, and, three times. Okay. I love that movie. Okay, that's what I'm curious then, just because it, does play, it seems to play well. And it's also one, I think, because not a lot of people are aware of it, that it does reward with the rewatch,
0: but also the peripheral viewing. It's... Yeah. Even when you know what's coming, it okay. It's, I'm not even gonna trip. There's a couple of movies that if I really want to cry, I'll watch. One is Radio Flyer, one is Train to Terabithia, and one is now Train to Busan.
1: So you know, you know, you're you allow I yourself know that gonna, ugly cry, yeah. That, uh, Bridge of
0: Terabithia, I know I'm gonna cry at the end of those movies, and so, like, all right, all right, I'm gonna watch this, I'm gonna prepare. And let's do this. So Niagara yeah. Falls, Frankie
1: Junior. There's nothing wrong with that. No man, that's <laughs> it's wonderful because it it feels good. Yeah. To to just it's it's cathartic.
0: Yeah. But it, it, again, drain. Yeah. drainage. And it's
1: somewhat... if you had a
0: train and I had a train, I would build a train. <laughs>
1: Fast zombies. Fuck them. Scary yeah. zombies. Mm-hmm. These zombies in this film and that's the other thing when it comes to zombies is not only the variety of films but technically the variety of zombies that are out there at this point uh you've got the traditional ones the slow lumbering ones
0: mm-hmm. the virus ones you've got virus ones the yeah, nuclear ones waste radioactive zombies that's
1: scary yeah and then you've got fast ones and fast ones i also agree are terrifying just in, even aesthetically they're just there's something about them moving that quickly and then also the fact that they have the unnatural movement in and of itself.
0: They scurry. They do. And that makes them scary. And when you scurry in an enclosed space, oh, Lord. They're just like life-size insects at that point because they're just piling on and piling on and coming out of nowhere. It's it's raining like zombies on you. And then they get up immediately and start and chasing after your ass. It's like they're like Tobias. Um, no, Matthias Hughes. Oh, right just a bunch of that guys coming out and like I'm just chasing after you I come in peace
1: well this actually even reminds me of and I don't want to say the disappointment but having read World War Z yes. and then seeing it the zombies depicted in this in Train to Busan seem very similar to the ones mm-hmm. that they depict in World War Z and I'm curious if there's any kind of carryover with those two at all, especially between normies and.
0: I don't think so, but I think like the precedent has been set now for fast zombies with mm-hmm. all the different fast zombie movies we have now, so it's coming to be expected. But again, I'm like with you. I read that book, and uh, the movie just kind of like man, they could have done if they would have done with the uh, interview style. Yeah, yeah. it would have been great.
1: Maybe a a, a series,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. But no, I don't think they're related. I just think it's a, another in the fast zombie genre. Well, which no. is a sub-zombie genre. Well, this yeah. one
1: is firmly planted in there. And the fact that this film then has also spawned its own little franchise mm-hmm. with an animated prequel.
0: Which I heard is great.
1: We just saw something on it. And then you can affirm to this the sequel to it.
0: Spirit. Not even spiritual sequel. Mm-hmm. It's set in the same universe. It's like the Hobbs and Shaw of the Train and Busan universe. It's more bombastic, more loud, more wild, but it's set in that world. Okay, that's so, fair. That's fair. Don't go for the emotional punch, but it still gives you a lot of that good intensity. I got to watch it again to really give it a good. But I was like, it was good. Well, and, and I,
1: to me, that's that's why I I think Train to Busan works so well is it does have that emotional punch, but I I can also it is the frosted mini wheat of zombie films mm-hmm. because all those individual set pieces again when they are arming up like that.
0: Which also bears to mind that wonderful scene that I showed you in Ricochet, where uh, yes, that movie is slick. When like John Lithgow fights Jesse the Body of Ventura and then gets shanked, you know what? Now, technically, have they are they still looking to? Uh, <laughs> ha! Are they
1: still looking to remake Train to Busan? Because if they are, if we could get Lithgow and Ventura to recreate that entire scene right there, I'm that well would be in great.
0: It. That I would be, especially if like afterwards they team up and like with a baseball bat, like they did. Okay, so here's the thing about the remake to Train to Busan. Mm -hmm. It's both like a good and a bad thing because, one, it's a remake of Train to Busan. It's an unnecessary Americanized remake, all right? Like Train to Boston, all right? It's fine. But at the same time, why? It's unnecessary. On the other hand, Timo is directing it. Yes, he is. If Timo's going to direct it, oh. it's going to be intense. It's going to be wild.
1: It's going to be brutal. We're going to be drained. And yeah. I'm yeah. Be- yeah. You're right. You're right. And listen, we're not against remakes on this show. No, absolutely but not. technically, this one does not meet our criteria mm. at this point. It, it hasn't not- been
0: 15 years. No. Uh-uh. No, we need that breathing room. There's no real need for an update. But
1: at this point... I'm. I'm but gonna go it's see what T-bone, he's gonna do. Yeah. But it's T-bone, so. Now that being said, if he gets Joe Talsom to join in, <sighs> mm, mm. Mm-hmm. imagine the brutality and the bone-breaking violence of the night comes for us. And hey, you know and what?
0: We, Fucking instead of like the you know when the dude who's protecting his wife in Train to Busan, he's played yeah. by Mad Dog. I'm done. I'm all Now see. I'd we, hate to see Mad Dog go. I know. But I'd love to see Mad Dog go out fighting with with like, all the zomp. With oh all the zombies my. while he has like... He, he goes, being true to death is not an honorable death. This is. is an honorable death. Right? And he's just going to town. He fucking clears a whole car full of zombies himself before he's finally taken out.
1: You're making a movie that I know is not going <laughs> to exist. And is the, what we're going to get in reality is going to pale in comparison to that. It's
0: like the Dun, 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 dun. It's time to kick it.
1: Damn it. I... Let's put the good vibes out there right? this is going to happen. Timo,
0: if you're listening, I highly fucking doubt it. But if you're listening or if any casting directors needs any ideas... Make it
1: happen. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Let's I'm do it. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. But no, it still remains in my top five, like, just theatrical experiences in general. Because we were not alone in the seepage. Mm-mm. Everyone in the theater was crying. There were sobs. Yeah. Which... Helped me quite a bit. And I've talked about it before, but I didn't watch. That first time watching it, the last, you know, whatever long during the trip of that tunnel, I had my head in my lap.
0: Yeah, you were looking down I the whole time. I
1: was like, no, no. I thought just- you were
0: getting sick. And I'm like, are you going to bounce right now? Are you okay? Right? <laughs> and so, like, but then I was like, no, oh, he's. No, I don't know what he's doing now. I'm, I'm gonna be sick
1: too. <laughs> and then upon watching the film and everyone leaving the theater, I run into Amy and I'm just <sighs> like, I can't talk. I've got, to, I can't cry. And we, we were still fresh off all that as well. And so I'm sure anyone that was like, oh, that poor dude, he just can't keep it and keep it a hold it in front of her. And I'm like, no, it was the zombie it, movie. <laughs> the blast, the busan. <laughs> <laughs> In, it's, it's it's just even talking about it now, I'm feeling the need to rewatch. Yeah. Or at least at this point, we need to check out the animated prequel. Absolutely, I want to check out the animated prequel. And weren't we talking about doing a month of zombie stuff at one mm-hmm. point? Maybe
0: that would be the time to do it. Instead of Bronson month.
1: <laughs> <laughs> much easier to justify. So much easier. And the veins and stuff that we see in that will be much more palatable. Chewed, upon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Chewed, upon. Chewed on, not chustled upon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back from the dead.
1: (laughs) So from training. Bronzy. (laughs) What do they say? He's like Charles Bronson in The Great Escape. Digging digging tunnels. tunnels. There we go.
0: There it is.
1: (laughs) Let's go into then a film that we saw the same year in 2016. And it was crazy that we had not one, but two zombie films Mm -hmm. that just, again, left a mark. The
0: girl with all the gifts, with Academy Award-winning Glenn Close, which classy, right? It's right? It's a classy it's, zombie movie.
1: Well, it's yeah, but I mean, we also have like Patty Condonson. Mm-hmm. Is it or condensine or Connensine? Condonseen, Con Con Oh, am I messing it up already? It's a. Uh, Jurel. Considine. There it is. There. It, he's one of the Andes.
0: Yeah. And then Gemma Atherton. And I'm going to butcher this name, and I'm sorry. Sinau. Cine- now. Yeah. Nanao. Nanao. Now. Now. There we go. now No. Every performance in this film, this
1: is the one that I hadn't heard the hype for. No. Heard the hype for Busan.
0: It, it got lost in the shuffle, unfortunately. Not, not necessarily because a lot of people saw it, we, but. When you have this hype movie, like, man, if you're only going to see one zombie movie, yeah. see Busan. Meanwhile, this one, if it wasn't for Busan, I think this would be the bell of the ball. It would have been. You know, been. when it came to the zombies. But because but of Busan, this one kind of didn't get the much love it deserves. And it's a great zombie movie. But, oh, is it a
1: somber zombie movie? Yeah,
0: it's, it's, it's it not is, a happy one.
1: No, and...
0: It is in a way... I mean, it it, every it is if you're sp- spoilers. Everything yeah. works out in the end in a way, you and know, humanity still goes on. Right, but it's, not all of the people you like get out. But that's with the zombie movie, yeah. you know. I mean, unless you're like a zomcom, you, you're not going to expect like a good outcome.
1: You do need your Captain Road in there. Ideally, you do need to be cheering for someone to you know to get their comeuppance. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you do want
0: to root for the characters. Well, and especially when it involves children. Yeah. You know, when your main protagonist is a child, you know, that always adds a little bit more weight to the zombie film. Yeah. Oh, completely. completely. nobody wants to go see his kid get gnawed on by the undead unless that's the movie you're seeing. Well, uh, well I'm trying to
1: think. In Dawn of the Dead uh technically has to gun down the two zombie children mm-hmm. near the helicopter pads put that one on the thing of uh <laughs> yeah, but... kid violence my god <laughs> uh no this one actually does borrow heavily from day of the dead which i liked and that mm-hmm. was kind of the nice surprise again going to the captain Rhodes, but it's the fact that yes we have this new this epidemic that came about mm-hmm. and this one is based on a book.
0: Yes. yes, but it's also very similar to a game called The Last of Us. Now
1: I'm not a gamer, and I uh-huh. remember you were like, "Wow!" This, so what is it? It's the last, a lot like so a Last. If there are any other non-gamers out there, what is it like?
0: The Last of Us is a game where basically you play um, a survivor in the apocalypse who has this pseudo-adopted daughter, who he needs to get from one end of the uh, coast to the other, mm-hmm. and they go through the plague. And they go together, and it's a very realistic and very somber-ass zombie movie. But meanwhile, it's not necessarily zombies. The zombies is transferred via spores, Mm -hmm. and it's this fungus that grows inside the the human host and turns them into zombies over time, mutating them more, making them stronger people to kill as the levels go on. And that's exactly what happened in Mm -hmm. this one. They're released via spores, Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily zombies. It's It's a fungus that grows to like weird tumorous mushrooms.
1: Now, that being said, because you were familiar with the game, mm-hmm. did that take anything away from the no. movie
0: for you? No, because it's, again, it's enough of its own story. It's just that there's a lot of similarities. I'm not like, well, the game did it better. Oh, it's based on the game. You know, I didn't even know it was based on a book. Mm-hmm. So I went in like, okay, cool. They kind of took a, the bare bones of Last of Us and they just did their own thing. It's its own separate Story, which I liked, yeah, especially with the again spoilers, and it kind of shows on the cover, Hannibal Lectory. Oh, yeah, yeah, that the girl is half zombie, and so
1: and the whole aspect of that, the whole like the chattering mm-hmm. aspect, and their are chatters, and there's a line in the movie that has stuck with me, and it's one of those that just yeah. every single time <laughs> that. Guffaw of a reaction, my friend, was phenomenal. That was, again, we miss out on the uh, the, the 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 visual component of that. That was kind of wonderful. No, uh, there's a line in the film that just has stayed with me for a long time. But it's uh, this isn't your world anymore, and oh, I don't know what it is about that. And maybe maybe it's because I'm getting older. Maybe it's because I understand less and less of the youth out there nowadays. But I'm I'm realizing that the stuff I enjoy, it's not it's not cool, not so much cool anymore. But I know I'm going
0: to get off my lawn. The yes, world's not it's... for you anymore. Exactly, exactly. Go to bed, old man. It's... You know? <laughs> and then some like kid on TikTok, yeah, go to bed, old man. And then like you, next thing you're know, like, and you're shaking your fist, oof, oh, and the next thing you know you see yourself on like viral videos with like poop oh. emojis or something dancing on you. Hashtag old man yells at clouds. You know?
1: <laughs> and then I get attacked by a bunch of zombies.
0: Right. Ah. Young
1: zombies. Zombie youthful kids. zombies. Yeah. Yes, Street tough zombies would be the ones that would probably be the ones that would technically return to the living dead. They're street yeah. tough
0: zombies. Influencer zombies. Oh. Snapchat. Snap chat. Snap Snap chow.
1: Snapchat. There it is. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah, it's probably out there and existing. No. But the fact that bitter, bit, said it. A Twitter. Oh, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to the workshop. Yeah. What? What does the Russian judge give on that one?
0: <laughs> That's a generous four.
1: That is generous. That is very generous. Uh the seriousness of this because with Train to Busan it is more action based, mm-hmm. and it's fun. But fun. Get, it, I mean, it, yeah. more so than, than the girl this. with the gifts. Mm-hmm. But this one is built around, I mean, you've got, it's a military operation. It's a government operation to try to find the cure Mm -hmm. of
0: which, at this point, uh we're already kind of losing. Yeah. And when the gore hits, it's great zombie gore. It's it's, violent zombie gore.
1: (laughs) That's the one thing. If you're making a zombie movie, you have to have gore. Yeah. You have to, like... At least something. You need something out there, because if you're, again, zombies can do many things, zombie movies can do many things. In a zombie movie, you need some intestine chewing. A little bit of the red stuff. Absolutely, let it flow. And, of course, if you want to be artsy, that's fine, you can do that, but you'll still find a way to work that in. And, yeah, no, when it hits,
0: it truly hits. This this is a brutal movie for, like, a young adult-based, like, I think it's I think it's R, but yeah, it's involving kids. This movie is violent and mean.
1: Would you consider it maybe gateway no. into zombies? No, okay, no, that's, not uh, gateway
0: into zombies. Gateway into zombies would be like night. night. It would okay, be, it that's would be fair. Night or oh, like maybe dawn. a
1: youthful gateway. Since it, you know centers around kids. Yeah,
0: I mean if if, the, if your kids already seen already zombies and like oh cool or I read this book already because yeah. I mean it is a young adult novel I believe. Man, that's for being as dour and rough as it Actually, is. Actually, I, I mean can that, re- make that makes sense. That makes sense Think about yeah, well fucking Bridge Terabithia. So <laughs> 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 don't
1: cry, don't cry, keep it together, man.
0: <laughs> All right
1: teenage life is hell man you, mm-hmm. you want you're going to gravitate towards that kind of stuff oh, my so-called on life <laughs> that i will buy into <laughs> my friend uh no i legitimately love this one and i think this more so than train to busan i think this is the one that like you said people slept on at panic fest mm-hmm. but i think more people are discovering it and it is available to stream on hulu right now i believe and
0: again you can show normies and you can say look yeah. glenn, close glenn close is in it it's classy Right, and it is, and she pulls off a great performance in this movie. I like Glenn Close. Me I've too. I've always liked Glenn Me Close. Me too.
1: I mean, she's, and it's very rare to see her, except for obviously in, um, uh, Death Becomes Her, which uh, that's Meryl Streep. That's Meryl Streep. Oh my God! I'm Glenn getting, Close
0: doesn't do horror movies. No, no. You're the closest right. thing she's done to a horror movie is Fatal Attraction. There we go. There we go. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, she's. <laughs> Coming out in a full-on zombie movie for Academy Award winner Glenn Close. That's, right. yeah.
1: Trying to make sure and see if that's on the Blu-ray cover. No, no. See? that, But, you know, and now she gets the and Glenn oh, Close. Well, because she yeah. doesn't even need it. She's no, and she Glenn Close. mm mm-hmm. You know you've hit peak, like, actor, p- you know, performances and prestige when you hit the and. and. Mm-hmm. Always nice. Always nice. Now, final thoughts on Girl with All the Gifts? I liked it a lot. Yeah. I one definitely lot. worth your time. Definitely mm-hmm. worth your time. Now, let's go chronologically at this point. Another one that we heard a lot of hype from, and again, this is actually the second film that we're going to be talking about that is international, mm-hmm. uh, is One Cut of the Dead. Let's save that one for last. Okay. Let's do Blood Quantum. It's still international because uh-huh. it's con- exploitation. Uh-huh. Now, I'm going to say this. You are a very hard person to freak out. To Ex- at least to instill some shock. Right. I don't touch my
0: pearls very often. No,
1: not at all. Beyond the, the phone ringing freaking you Right. <laughs> uh, that was funny. Uh, this movie had a moment where I heard you react because, and again, it was a reaction. I was
0: like, oh, did they just do? Holy shit! And I try in the theaters really not to oh, talk. No, of course, of course. You know, but... I was like, God! They went there. Whoo! Blood Quantum goes there
1: multiple ways, but in the Trident, wonderful, true fashion of a zombie film, it also has social satire. It is a mm-hmm. metaphor. This one goes into uh, uh, race um, issues of land, land, Indigenous yes. people. A
0: very it, interesting, yes. a very interesting concept of it, and how it's dealt with, and it's never heavy heavy handed no, no. and it's never preachy but it gets its message across of what it tries to say very well and especially in shocking zombie scenes like that this yeah. was a very fast paced movie it was almost two movies in one and yeah. that's one thing i liked about it it's like okay when it switches it's like it keeps going it never wore out it's welcome with me especially after you see what happens in this movie and we're gonna go into it i'm gonna go into it right now because everybody hasn't seen it So whenever somebody's pregnant in a zombie movie, that's never a good sign. That's never going to work out good for anybody. But either the baby is going to come out a la Dawn of the Dead remake as a zombie baby. Or what we see in this one, the baby is born happy, but the mother is a zombie. And so... I was not expecting what that I was like, oh my god! And it's not all close up in your no, face. It's actually, it's almost like shot. silhouettes yes. where you don't see enough, but you hear and you see enough shadows where you're like, oh shit! Because you don't expect that in any movie.
1: No, well, there are certain things that are still technically taboo.
0: Yes, taboo.
1: <laughs> when you cross it, oh goodness, you are either going to lose someone. Yeah. Or in our case, we we're I was like, oh, I'm all in now. Now I'm like, in for the wow, ride. Yeah. Wow. The,
0: the fucking seatbelt is off. There is no rules.
1: Now, in Train to Busan, we had kind of a standout character, and I cannot pronounce his name, but he is the one that armed up completely and totally, and when, mm-hmm. of course, he bites it, that's one that got me in the theater as well. But there's a standout character in this one, and what I love is uh, it's his name is Stonehorse Lone Goman, And he was the one that with the tattoos, the badass with the yeah. sword. Goddamn. He was rad. He is awesome in this film. And you need occasionally in something like this where they embrace more of the almost like the apocalyptic nature of everything. Because Mm -hmm. like you said, there's two movies. There's the start of the infection, and then we are cut thrust like six months, I think, into it. Six months later or like a
0: year later or something when like everybody's rebuilt. yeah, And and you've
1: got the other societies at this point. Because
0: you got that shock and awe at the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. What the fuck? But then finally humans adapt because we're a fucking virus. (laughs) A a
1: virus with shoes. Thank you, Bill Hicks. uh,
0: Right? But it was one, it was cool to see good representation like that. Well oh, yeah. Because there's not a lot of like indigenous and Native American, Native Canadian, uh Native Canadian? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Movies is in the zombie genre, or in film genre itself, and to see them handle that with with care and homage, especially on the second movie dealing with the subject matter of what's going on, and the fact that they are the only race to have the natural immunity, that's... It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot weird. of there's a lot of things to be said in this movie and they say it well again, mm-hmm. but it's never like this is what I'm trying to say. It flows organically throughout and then the fact of the respect of the elders and the not respect of the elders of what happens with the culture clashes like that and the or the age clashes mm-hmm. and how that comes to all I have ahead. And yeah, at the very beginning, it's always a, it was a cool sign to me. When the first thing you see is the fisherman, the fish. oh, and oh, he's yeah. got all the fish in the hook, and they just start flopping around, that was, I'm like, ooh, that's something I haven't seen. I'm ready for this. Well, and then it just kept going into new and different places, still with the old zombie tropes. Yep. And it was a very cool movie. It was.
1: It was a wonderful experience. Uh, this was written and directed by Jeff Barnaby. And he's made his way through the Movie Crypt podcast and to hear his experience as, again, talking about representation, coming from, um, you know, the um, the reservations and everything and, you know, not necessarily having access to, you know, a lot of the films. And then when he finally, I think he was uh, uh, one of the people that, I think it was like Evil Dead, was one of the films that he got first introduced to horror. And it's was like, aha, well, that, yeah. that, that totally works. It makes sense. But no, I legitimately loved this one. And this one had a... A little bit of hype. It had more of the the Panic Fest zombie hype that had already kind of accrued. Yeah. Because I think people knew that, yeah, if there's a zombie movie playing at Panic Fest, it's probably going to be good. Mm -hmm. Or it's going to give me something different. It's going to be
0: interesting, at least. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very.
1: We could come out with our tweed jackets and pipes going, yes. Very very interesting. (laughs) Or you could have a guy get his uh, johnson bitten off because you know he was tra- i mean seriously there is just some next level gore in this there is some crazy is, shit in this movie it, between the between the four films that we're ultimately talking here it's going to probably satisfy like all the gore hounds out there mm-hmm. all the zo- i don't know would we call them zombie heads or just zombie yeah. fanatics undead heads undead heads there we go yeah.
0: just yeah, this but Blood Quantum is not one for normies. No, it's, no, 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 no. This is advanced the, zombieology.
1: The, I, technically, would we throw all these in the advance? Because, mm-hmm. like you said, Night of the Living Dead is definitely which. We'll rank them here. We'll, at the very end, we'll, we'll from normie of, to, zo- to undead to like, head.
0: Yeah, to, to hardcore
1: to normie to undead head. I like that. Yeah, let's let's rank them because I'm kind of curious. Because again. When they play at Panic Fest, that usually means there's some prestige there Mm -hmm. Um, and that there is a reason to be excited for that. So, yeah, I think we should talk about that at the end. Uh, Other thoughts on uh, Blood Quantum? It's streaming on Shudder. Excellent. Yes. So you need to see this. You have no excuse. Yes. We highly, highly recommend
0: it. Absolutely.
1: Well, then let us now close out then. Mm -hmm. I guess that would be appropriate here as we pan up and, oh. Is that a pentagram I see?
0: Ooh, rectus dominus. And then the credits roll, and you think, that's it? It's only been 20 minutes. What the fuck? And then here it comes again. And then again, about 20 minutes later, that's it? What happened? The credits roll. Oh, okay. Here we go again. A wonderful seven-layer burrito of a movie.
1: (laughs) Would it be seven layer burrito or
0: seven layer sushi? Ooh. So it's Ooh. technically coming from Japan. Yeah. And but one of those big ass ones. Well, it's a big
1: platform. Instead of instead of
0: instead of a burrito, it's a big thing of seaweed. Like the size of one of those old El Paso, like 24 inches. Just a big <laughs> thing, just and then cut up like that.
1: Now it's it's it is. It's, it's a big old platter and you've got it's in three sections. Mm-hmm. You've got your appetizer the main course and then you've got your dessert and
0: each course gets better it really it's the does. kind of the one where you're like okay I don't know if I like this one keep eating. keep eating you know what when you get to the creamy center you will know it and it'll be great and then it keeps going and then oh it's way far thin the you know <laughs> here it comes here comes the next level like oh it's delicious this is the best meal I've had in a long time.
1: You sometimes you have to trust the chef. Mm-hmm. You have to let the chef cook, and this is a movie. Peripheral viewing. This one has probably been my favorite to watch it in a theater with people to see them react to each of the third of the section. Yeah. And I. This is another one. I could tell you to the exact seat I sat in the first time I watched it. You were there. You were there. And you, you were there. In. I remember, you know, Adrian introduced it. And I remember him telling us, you know, when you see the first credits, just stay, just go along with it. And I legitimately, I just enjoyed the first third. Yeah. I understood. It's one take. It's a cool... It's one take. It's a cool gimmick. It's wonderful. And it works well. And I mean, you don't get a lot of
0: gore. Mm -hmm. You get more turns out. (laughs) But what you get is still still charming in itself. It's fun. It's quirky. There was parts where I was like... Yeah, I can tell this is low budget and one take shot because there's a lot of awkward gaps where they're looking around and and everything looks like it's okay. It's kind of goofily made, you know, but it's still a very, very cool premise. And the way they pull it off when they're like, oh, let's talk about something else. But it feels natural in its own simplistic way. Then it's done. And it just, not even that. Then it gets wild and more wild and more wild and more impressive. The fact that they go from this one locale to out in the field to another locale all in one take. Like, okay, after 20 minutes, that was very cool. Wait, there's more? (laughs) It does
1: become something of an infomercial. But it's one of those that does reward you. Mm -hmm. And again, you just get deeper into the dish. And like you said, the deeper you get, the more delicious it becomes. And this is another one that I'm not gonna lie; it kind of brought me to tears at the end, especially when you see the the, the little girl with the dad when he's been tr- doing his darndest to connect with her and her love of cinema. Yeah, her love of you don't need tears. You don't need that the little you know things in your eyes for tears.
0: Yelling at a little girl, calling a 25 year old girl a old hag, just like rocking it her Scorsese was. shirt <laughs> right.
1: just loved it loved it and you can see him and you know he's trying to connect with her and there's that wonderful sh- uh, picture where she's up on the shoulders you know when they were younger when he doesn't have the beard and then that shot at the end man when they all come together and she shows him the picture and that's like that was the inspiration and they have that moment and god damn it man that just gets me
0: it just ah. it's a great little moment but see that's the kind of movie you definitely need to see in the theater and I think that's a blessing and a curse now yeah. that it's streaming because I've seen so many people online say, One Cut of the Dead is amazing and blah, 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 But then you see, man, I couldn't take after the first 15 minutes. I turned it off. It was stupid. Yep. And I'm like, stop. Yep. Don't, don't, don't keep watching. Stick around for, even if I'm watching a shit movie that I'm like, this is garbage. I'll still at least watch it to the end. You know, I don't think I've ever like, Stupid movie. Wait, this is an absolute lesson in patience because it does get significantly better as it goes along, and I think that's the one where in a crowd, where everybody at the end is like "pum," and everybody is over there, action! Everybody has that communal experience, and that's one thing. If you go out in, in the middle of the street and go "pum," it, a lot of people will get it, but a yeah. lot of people are ready to lock you up because you're crazy.
1: Because <laughs> well, especially if you're doing, if the, you're doing the arms, you got to do the arms. The first palm it just charmed me and I was like okay I'm in I'm mm-hmm. totally in with this the, the the mom character is my favorite the fact that she was this great like you know just inspired method actor threw her off the set because she broke the lady's arm like she gets <laughs> in a character
0: love her I just she's almost like the equivalent of when like curly hears like violin music when he hears pop goes the weasel like, whoop and just goes into like this berserker rage that's her i mean everything you think everything's so innocent because at the uh, finished product which is what we see at the beginning mm-hmm. is cool mm-hmm. you know but it's, it's not in, even until subsequent viewings do you hear like in the background the mom going pump 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 as people as are just trying to, t- to like take her, take her down and it's one of those ones that the me and no matter how many times I've seen it like three times already since like the, the theatrical experience mm-hmm. it still gets me it's still funny and, it's, and I'm like I noticed things in the background that I didn't see before like and there's this win scene with the guy who's like I, I, I specifically asked for this type of water he's sitting there there's madness going on and he's just looking down the he's first, looking like me at Train to Busan he's just and the first time I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? You know, like that fucking extra. And then later I see him again. I'm like, ah, ha 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 ha. Funny, funny. Genius. It's funny.
1: He sent the email. He sent the email. <laughs> it's right. little things like that that just, again, the charm of this. And also, I think we mentioned before this movie is a love letter to filmmakers mm-hmm. and anyone that has made a film. Everyone that has like contributed, whether it's you know the person that's bringing in the electrical wire, what have you, it is a collaborative effort, and it just shows everything that has to come into place and all the stuff that doesn't happen, and you have to improvise
0: and use it like oh absolutely like you, the drunken oh. zombie. <laughs> When that's another, that's a moment of, that should be like another movie. That would be like the focal heart point, like right. for your Oscar consideration. But it's played for laughs in oh, this one to the point where he's like vomiting on other people and like, ah, use it, use, use it, it. Fit, use it, use it. And like, okay, prop him up, blah, 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 blah. And when he finally wakes up, he overacts. Rar, Grr. Is- Rawr. It. It's so fucking
1: funny. It is. It is. I'm glad we ended this because this is really, this is the only one that is fun. That's that levity film. Yeah, has, right. Yeah, that that is gonna make you laugh. That is gonna give you still give you the feels though. Mm-hmm. And oh god, those feels. Now here's a question: Did you ever watch the uh, one cut of the dead, the remote thing they did?
0: <laughs> the tickle monster, it's, or like the tickle yep, bandit? Yeah, he went around from town to town, tickling people. Tickle 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 tickle. I mean, that's better than kitty-kitty-kitty-kitty-kitty-kitty-kitty-kitty-kitty, exactly. kitty, you know? I'd rather have kitty than like kitty-kitty-kitty-kitty-kitty-kitty.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just, I remember watching it because it was in the midst of the pandemic, of it's course. It's fucking charming. It's from, so fucking charming. From the get-go. And heartfelt the, as well. Cause oh, of course. It's almost like seeing old friends again. It was. It was. When the old, little old lady, she's got her nose in the camera. She's like, is this working? You yeah. You like, oh my God, this is perfect. But we were probably only maybe two to three months into everything. And at the very end, they had everyone celebrating and I'm sobbing. And then of course people start leaving one by one. And by the end, it's just like the mom, the dad and the daughter. And they're like, what are you going to do? And the little girl, the daughter's like, I'm, I'm going to go to a movie theater. I'm gonna I can't see a wait. Movie. I can't wait to go to a movie. I'm gonna see two of them. Mm-hmm. And I was, and I remember that. And this was like, you know, when we're still really kicking in, we didn't know how things were going to be. And I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm yeah. going to do the same thing, man. And it was, they, they, they get, the human, the, yeah. just the human feels of this and just how that is effective. And outside the zombie movie itself, it's the humanity that drives One Cut of the Dead and the final two-thirds, you know, mm-hmm. when it's just all about production, pre-production of the One Cut and then the actual filming itself.
0: They hearken back to that, hey, gang, let's put on a show. Sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's, it, we've seen it from Little Rascals to The Muppet Show to to one cut of the dead to yeah. the the what's it, mission operation mission remote or something like that mm-hmm. where it's like hey we are doing this for the love of putting on a show so let's no matter what we got to do it and yeah. it's that spirit that drives all actors and performers and and universal yeah. you know no matter what you do in life like what they, what the bard said all of the world is a play and yeah. we're just actors playing our part so we got to put on a show and it's that spirit that goes through that that i think really puts that movie in a class all of its own
1: it's and i hate i hate using the word elevated horror but this is just one of those horror films that works on multiple levels because it's a zombie
0: movie but it's not right but it is but yet you know like is it a zombie movie short answer yes with an if but no with a but (laughs) You're getting
1: some italicises or something going on with that. So, let's rank them then. These four films from a normie to an undead head. Mm -hmm. How would we introduce them? Because I think I have my possible answer on this one. I might go one, two, three, four. I think I know what I'm going to say. Okay. Do you have yours?
0: But This one's hard. This is hard. Because... There's a number of ways to approach it. And what I've seen might not be for everybody you know, from what I've heard. So it's <laughs> difficult to place. But um, I think the most normie friendly would probably be Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Because it is the most, I don't want to say stereotypical zombie movie, but it's right there. Mm-hmm. And okay, cool. It's a zombie movie, but then the intensity and the emotion will get them. And I think no matter, even if it's casual fan or not, right. because the zombies kind of come out of nowhere, You're like, look, it's a drama. Oh, no, it's not. Then I think girl with all the gifts closer okay. to the more closer to the normie than the undead side, but that's next because while there's it's not your traditional zombies, it does have Glenn Close. So normies, some normies, especially with normie film buffs, like oh a Glenn Close film, yes, like oh I I remember her in such films as. Fatal Attraction and 101 Dalmatians and the Gladys, the Groovy Mule, right? (laughs) Let's go see what this is. And, like, they're going to stick around for, like, the kid in me who likes the zombies and the adult in me who likes the very cool social themes. More for the undead head, more way to the undead head is Blood Gwanda. Mm -hmm. I think this movie would be too intense for normies. (laughs) yeah absolutely too intense for normies but i think it's a refreshing take on um the zombie genre and it's not for everybody but i think if you get it and you get the zombie genre you will definitely like this one now one cut of the dead is the hardest one to place because it is the absolute great for normies because everybody knows about zombies. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, let's, let's put on a show with zombies. Cool. Yep. And it's an interesting thing to see a 20 minute, one take zombie film in itself. That's a feat in itself. However, it's that other part that they might not get. That's the same thing on the argument with the undead heads. They want guts. They want gore. Okay, cool. A 20-minute zombie thing is fine, but I shut it off after the first 10 minutes because it was stupid, right? And it's in a different language. (laughs) Fuck off. So, (laughs) so, again, I don't know where I would put it. I would put it in like an outlier category on both ends.
1: I, th- I think that's just, I think those two come with a caveat mm-hmm. and then the other two are introduced pretty easily for the most yeah. part. So I think that actually makes sense, but you know what? The best part is they all came from panic film festival. Absolutely. So you get complexity, you get diversity within your zombie films. And now that being said, I, there's, Between the 65 films that are playing this year at this point, I know there's got to be a zombie movie in there. Right,
0: and it's probably going to be great. I guarantee
1: it's going to be great. And this has actually been a lot of fun to kind of look back at some of these films. And that's what we've been doing is looking back at the memories being made. Now, next week, speaking of memories being made, we're going to be unleashing it. We're going to be making memories Mm -hmm. with our latest Game of Games. Mm -hmm. You can play along at home, of course, with that episode, or you can uh, play along live on the 16th, um, or excuse me, the 18th. At six o'clock at Screenland Armor. So until next week when uh we're uh doing our gamesmanship in a little yo
0: This is Greg D. I'm genius McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams. Fum <laughs>